Our reality is but a dimension, the uppermost layer in a tower of mirrors. Beneath it are the many reflections cast by our reality, similar but not entirely the same. A staggering number of worlds, lands beneath a dark sun, a world of three moons forsaken by the gods, realms long forgotten, and countless thousands more. You are about to enter one such reflection, a world still recovering from a magical apocalypse, a place where magic is regulated, goblins trade their wares throughout the lands, and the north is dominated by giants. Today, the sun rises over Hymirin and the Wilderin. This is An Acorn's Journey, a DMD story. And now, Chapter 15 of An Acorn's Journey, a DMD story. Dash, you are standing on this massive stone bridge that spans this chasm, studying these banners. You're unable to recognize anything on them. They're worn far too great. But you have encountered a troll watching you from the bushes, the trees, and the vegetation on the other side of the bridge. I'm going to wave at him. He does nothing. What is the reaction to me letting them know we have a visitor? Have you let them know? Yes. At the very end. That was the last line. Gentlemen. I didn't hear it. Badry pops his head up and looks over at Dash. What are you talking about, Dash? Point across the bridge. I think it's a troll trying to hide. Is it on the other side of the bridge from us or our side of the bridge? Other side of the bridge. Other side of the bridge. I don't think I heard it either. Do we have to pay the troll? I don't know yet. Mm. I'll start walking towards the troll. I didn't hear it either. Madry's going to say, hey, I'm going to go with Dash to figure out what this thing is. He says there's a troll. A what? There might be a troll. All right, I'm going to head towards the bridge. Troll on a bridge? Troll on a bridge. Not under. I'm amazed. We have to pay the... It's a very deep chasm. Troll toll. Trucking across the bridge. As you begin to cross the bridge, this large figure steps out from the trees and starts approaching the bridge. It stands at the end of the bridge with his hands on his hips and just waits. Are there visible weapons? Like on his back, his hip? There are. He's very well armed. Like when you say hands on his hips, do you mean hands on his hips here or hands on his hip here? Like Superman. Okay, okay. Not, not like Wonder a, Woman. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so when I get to about the halfway point, so what's the toll? What business do you have here? Sightseeing. Turn around. Go back from whence you came. Pirouette, land facing him. Where Can't go back where I came from. Why? The ship left. It'll return. If I've got this correctly, I may be returning to whence we came from. What the devil are you saying? Well... Generations upon generations go, a group of fae left here, and I am a descendant of those, so I'm kind of, this is kind of a homecoming. This is no place for you or your friends. Okay, it looks perfectly fine to me. Badger steps up behind Dash. What's going on, Dash? Uh, he says we should turn around. Won't give me a price. But we have to go forward. See, I told you. What business do you have here? We have to go to the temple in Chandelier. That is a place you don't want to go. We acquire information from inside the temple. It's a very dangerous place. We're dangerous people. Yes, you I'm dangerous. Pets are dangerous. That's not a pet. Oh, that's a shame. Pet? Yes, pet. Madri steps back and puts his hands up and is like, I wouldn't say that again. Pet. Oh, yep. Purple whistle. Ah, <laughs> uh, there's a rage that just got started. And there's going to be a little fairy charging the troll. Told you. You're going to attack the troll. I'm going to run directly at the troll. Okay. I'm not really going to attack him. I'm going to wait for him to take a stance and slide through his legs. 
and let him see what happens when he tries that attack of opportunity. Okay. Make an acrobatics check. 18. You come charging at the troll and drop to your hip and slide under his legs, pop up behind him. All right, you wee bastard. Spins around. (laughs) And then take off towards his side of the bridge. (laughs) He grabs you with one meaty paw by the scruff of your neck. Disadvantage. He grabs you with one meaty (laughs) paw by the scruff of your neck and casually tosses you off the side of the bridge. (laughs) Oh, good. I will glide towards the close side that he came out of. Dash disappears off the side of the bridge (laughs) as the troll picks him up and just tosses him aside. By this point, I'm sure I've made my way to the bridge. And I'm like, well, at least he can glide and head my way up onto the bridge on the edge and look down and make sure I can at least see Dash. You casually look over the side of the bridge. Dash is flying at an awkward angle with his good wing. Fortunately, the bridge, I assume, has a bit of an arch to it. He dips down like he's plummeting into the chasm and just begins an upward ascent. It looks like he's heading back up towards the bridge. Fair enough. I said it's usually on an arch, and he threw him up in the air, so he has a bit of elevation. He should be able to make it to the the ground, and I'm going to just walk up to alongside Madri. I will follow with the child behind. I'll follow Earring. We've been sent to this city to (laughs) investigate the temple. Our benefactor has instructed this this way she makes the rules man so you go to the temple yeah and meet your certain death we appreciate your concern for our well-being oh, i'm not concerned excellent then you i'm merely doing my go. job to stop everybody or warn everybody stop everybody Who usually told- a warning will suffice in this case a warning is graciously accepted but we need to go to chandelar And I appreciate the fact that it is dangerous, but I would really rather not bring any harm to you or to my group with an encounter here. All you need to do is step aside and let us go to our certain doom. From the side of the bridge and slightly lower comes a high voice. Death is never certain. Clearly. All right, then. Who told you to stop people from going across this bridge or into Shandalar? The keepers. And they are? Keepers. What do they keep? The grove. But we're going to Shandalar, not the grove. Uh, Chandelar is on the outskirts of the grove. What's the name of the grove? Just call it the grove. Well, fortunately, we don't need to go to the grove. We need to go to Chandelar. Does this area, which I'm assuming is in the past, does it have any features similar to Wilderin that I know? Oh, yes. Yeah, you recognize the trees and the wildlife. It is very similar to the Wilderin. It looks older. The trees are considerably larger. Would I recognize it as a certain area or near a certain grove? No. Who lives in the grove? The keepers, I told you. Cyclical. If you're looking for information, be more direct. I'm gonna My point, brother. I'm going to point towards the ruins, turn to the child, Oma, making sure I say that loud enough for the troll to hear me. The child shakes her head no and points beyond the, the ruins. We need to go beyond the ruins. That is not wise. They accept no visitors in the grove, and the grove is all that's beyond the ruins. Well, we'll ask permission when we get there. Maybe it's the grove that we need to go to. Maybe that's information he didn't need to know. If I can't get enough lift to come back up to the bridge, I'm going to head for his side of the wall and look for a place where I might be able to grab on and land, start climbing up. You can easily swoop up back onto the bridge. I'll come back up on. So I ask again, will you let us pass? I cannot then there's going to be a confrontation. 
I'm sorry for that. As am I, but it's my job. And this is ours. No hard feelings then. None whatsoever. I'll do what I can to spare your life. Are we expecting I can't promise that I do the same, but I do appreciate it. I didn't expect anything less, but I do not want to kill you. I nearly need to get by you. I don't want to kill you either. This is more work than I've had to do in a great deal of time. I've gotten rather comfortable just warning people away. Not that it happens every day now, but all right. Well, I'll step forward as I slowly draw my sword. I do apologize once again. I do as well. Necessity is necessity. Draws right. a battle axe. So, will I kill you one by one or all at once? Well, all I know is I'm going to engage you in a mere few moments, and what my comrades do is completely up to them. Hearing draws his longbow. All right, all at once then. And then I'm going to walk forward. As you start walking, I am going to cast carry fire. So light him up. Uh, center point of the cube is going to be 10 feet behind the troll so that he's the only member that gets caught. Are you still in a rage? No. Okay. If I don't take damage, then I come out of it. All right. Saving throw is a DC 13, did you say? Yeah. He fails and begins to glow a bright purple. <sighs> Bloody lap dog. All right. Put my, my hand up to my nose. After I kill your friends, I'm afraid I'm going to have to kill you. Good luck. Thank you. All right. Let's have it now. Then off we go. All right. And I'm going to move forward. When I get within striking distance, I'm going to feign a strike, but I'm going to take a defensive stance. I want to see how he strikes first. Okay. So you feign your strike, take a defensive stance. He steps to one side, readies his battle axe. And you're a clever one, aren't you, little beastie? All right. Let's have it. Let's not dance around. I'm not much of a dancer. So be it. You look pretty sprightly. Do we need initiative? We'll go around the table as we have before. All right. I will make an attack. As I make my attack, I'll draw my second scimitar. That's going to be a 12, which probably will not hit, but I'm sure the 24 does. The 24 does. And that's going to be eight points of damage. You move in, strike with your sword, draw your scimitar. He steps to one side, right into your scimitar slash, and you cut him across the belly. Ah, clever. All right, my turn. And he takes two mighty swings with his battle axe. One slashing movement, and at the end of the slash, he lifts it over his head and brings it down. You are able to deftly move out of the range of his weapon. Excellent maneuver. Thank you. I've been practicing. I see you have some skill. I do. Thank you very much, as do you. You're awfully quick. You don't look it, but you are. I've had a little practice myself. I see. Quite impressive. It's a shame I'll have to kill you because I would really like to learn these maneuvers. Well, perhaps when I don't kill you, I'll come back and show you a few. That's fair enough. Dash? Dash leans up against one of the poles, crosses his arms across his chest, and just stares at the troll. Madri? <laughs> Madri walks up and says, Before we take you down, friend, I never caught your name. Ah, Brun. Brun, nice to meet you. Madri. That's a pleasure to meet you, sir. That's a good rolling of the tongue. I've been from far away and have learned many a language. Well, it's a shame I'll have to kill you, too. I don't meet many people I like. Unfortunately, I like the two of you. Him, not so much, points to Dash. He gets at a lot. <laughs> I can imagine. All right, well, Madri, have at it. Madri steps up, then he makes a punch. Crack die. 18. 18 will hit. Six damage. And then flurry of blows. 24 and 20. Not natural. Both will hit. We need to get Ben a calculator. We do. One of them is... Or add the math time song. Acid. (laughs) The other is fire. The acid one does eight damage. The fire one does five damage. You step in. You give him a palm strike. 
to the chin, there is a sizzle and his eyes get wide and you follow up with a punch to the side. As your hand is moving in for the strike, it ignites into flame and you strike him. Again, another sizzle and again, a look of surprise. Well, 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 I'd rather not kill you, my friend. Well, I'd rather not be killed, but quite impressive, this lighting your hand on fire a bit. It's the will of the ancient dragon, my friend. Oh. Who's to argue with a dragon, let alone an ancient one? Agreed. That's why I have to pass. Mokui? I'm going to walk up to Earring and say hold still for a minute and just cast Heroism on it. What does that do? Uh, makes you immune to a frightened condition and you get 16 temporary hit points. Oh, cool. Nice. Oh, we have advantage because of Fairy Fire, right? Yep. yep. Did you miss that one? I Yeah. I mean, I still hit everything, so it's fine. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Earring? So Earring is going to make sure the child is next to him, holding the Yikla in a more defensive posture. Earring will then turn his attention to Broom, and can I make an insight check or an investigation check or a perception check to determine what I think is his dominant arm? That would be perception. That is a 20. You suspect it's his right. You gauge that by not the sweeping attack he did on Longway, by the overhanded attack. The power arm appears to be the right. I'm going to aim for his bicep, or if I can, the whatever this The little crook between the bicep and the forearm? Yes. That's going to hurt. 17? A 17 misses. Entirely? Entirely. Okay. Well, that's not fair. Come up here with a sword or something. You can't be taking pop shots at me. This is a gentleman's duel. That's fair. Thank you. I'm not a gentleman. Sheath the longbow. I take out my battle axe, and I'll wait till ah. my next turn to come. Oh, there's a fellow I, I can appreciate. That's a fine weapon. All right, I'll wait for you. Hold on. Puts his hand up to Longway and Madri. Wait a minute. I will come up, and how are, you, how are Madri and Longway standing? Usually five feet apart, shoulder to shoulder. Okay. Who's on the right? Who's on the left? I'm almost always on the left. Then um, I will stand to the right of Madri. Now this is better now, isn't it? And your name? My name? Earring. Earring. Pleasure to meet you. I didn't catch your name there, little fella. Long way. Ah, thank you. It's always forgive myself, uh, my manners. I'll forgive at this point. Thank uh, you. You've been impeccable up to this point. Well, thank you very much. That's quite flattering. All right, shall we move on? Just in case, what name should we put on your gravestone? It's Brun. 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 Yes, don't get to carving just yet. I'm just planning. After I kill your friends, I think I might adopt you. I haven't had a pet in a long time. Long way. I will close once again and attack. That's going to be a 22 and a 23. Both will hit. 17 points as both of the scimitars strike. You move in with a flourish, two swings, open them up a little bit more. It says, well, now things have gotten interesting. That's smarts. Sorry. It's all right. Part of the job. I can't say I didn't mean it. Well, no one likes a liar. Andrew? Andrew steps up and sorry for this friend. 20. Two? 20-something. <laughs> this is getting dangerous. We need to get him a calculator because he's counting on his fingers and his toes. <laughs> At some point in time, he's going to need to count to 21. Do you yeah. want to give him one of your pieces of paper? He's got a whole pad. <laughs> he just I've, hasn't learned to write a cheat sheet yet. Five points of damage. <laughs> you strike Brune again with a fist. Knocks him back a little bit. Then again with the flurry of blows. You have advantage. Y'all have advantage. Uh, 20, not natural, and a 21. I was afraid that was going to happen. An acid, and <laughs> again, another fire. 
you move in, like you're working a heavy bag. There's the sizzle and the splash from the acid flames from your fire punch and your damages. 15 total. 15 total. All right. I'll have at it now. Stand still. No. It's worth asking. <laughs> <laughs> Got a nat 20. Cool. And an 18. The 18 on long way. Okay. That hits. Who's the nat 20 on? Madri. Okay. So Madri's the one next to me who's within five feet. Yes. When a creature makes an attack against a target other than you, and the target doesn't have the sentinel feet, Use your reaction to make a melee attack against the attacking creature. All right. Uh, but before we get so you take 10 points long way. Thank you. 13. You're doing an attack of opportunity? It's a reaction attack. Reaction? All right. That's a miss. Does the blow still strike on, on your ally? That's my question. Yeah. yeah. It's not a parry. Madri, he moves in. He strikes you with the flat of his battle axe for 22 points. <gasps> Madri spits up some blood. <laughs> nice shot. Thank oh. you. I hope it didn't hurt too much. Hearing. Hearing will cast Hyper Strike and attack. 22. 22 hit. Hearing will then mark Brune as his favorite foe. Seven points of normal damage, five points of force damage, and one point of psychic damage. Or a total of, because math is not my strong suit either. 13. 13. You move in with a thrust. Your speed takes Bruna back. You pierce his side, and then there's that wave of energy that jolts him for a moment. He looks very surprised. And as a bonus action, actually, Zephyr Strike was a bonus action. Never mind. Mokui? What is the distance from me to Brune? Maybe 15, 20 feet. I will walk up 15 uh, feet, Misty Step behind him, and then bonus action, I will shape change. Okay. You step forward. Mist swirls around you. You travel through that gray world, and then mists appear behind Brune. Mokui is standing behind him, and then you wild shape into a rhinoceros. <laughs> I, 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 I swear he's just random rolling on the monster chart. I, I think we broke Scott. <laughs> those are only two hit dice. A challenge rating two. Challenge oh, rating two, okay. Yeah. Wow. There is a shriek from behind Brune, which causes him to pivot on his heel, and he's so large, you don't see Mokui at all. But then you begin to see this massive creature beginning to form until you can see parts of the creature on either side of Brune's silhouette. That's my turn for now. Long way? Well, using the distraction provided, I'm going to step in for attacks. I'm going to burn a superiority die and use one of my maneuvers to disarm Broom. It's going to be with my primary weapon. That is going to be a 16, and the secondary weapon doesn't hit at all. The 16 hit. How would you go about disarming? Crossing the weapons and raking them along the, the shaft of the battle axe to bring direct damage to his hand and or forearms. One of the attacks hits. One of the attacks is going to be the primary bit. The other one's just going to add force behind the first. I'm not trying, you're not going to get a strike with both of them, but the other one's just going to add force to the first to and help disarm. And what were your rolls again? It was a 16 for the primary weapon, which is the one that... Oh, that is disarm. a miss. Okay, then they both miss because the other one was worse. Well, now my back was turned to you. That's not fair. I've got a beastie on the other side. That's my pet. That's your pet. Must eat a lot. He grazes. Dash, are you going to do anything? Or are you just watching the drama unfold? Uh, at this point, I am going to come running up, climb Madri, and draw my <laughs> short sword 
and just stand there in defensive position over his head. Madri? Madri, huffing, steps back. He uses the disengage action and steps back. I use my attack of opportunity to hit Madri. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and you take him down. <laughs> Mokui? I'm going to back up 20 feet and then charge 20 feet forward for my attack. I might... I'm going to attempt to boot him off the bridge. Don't you have to back up 10 feet for a charge? 20. 20 for that? Oh, yeah. for that side. Oh, yeah. So I have a 40-foot movement, so I'm going to go right. back 20, then forward 20. Yep. Do we witness this? Yes. I'm getting off to the side. You want to take a look at that roll? Natural 20. Mokui <laughs> <laughs> in rhinoceros form backs up, lowers his, his head, and begins to charge forward. As he does so, Rune looks over his shoulder at you and goes, Really? <laughs> and then there is this thunderous impact. Well, yeah, he'll have to make a DC 15 strength saving throw, and he'll take 18 points of damage. You hit him, he goes flying backwards, landing on his butt, bracing the fall with his arms. And he goes, All right, give me a moment. And he grunts and rolls over onto his knees and slowly gets up. Hold on. And he picks up his battle axe, dusts himself off. Okay, maybe one at a time. Now, now, changing Our... rules in the middle of the combat. No, I'm not as young as I used to be. And all you had to do was step aside. I didn't. You think still you... have the option because now you're on the other side of the bridge and we're on your side. So now that we've actually gotten past you, we could con- disengage here and simply move on our way. And you can go back to doing what you're doing. Where's the sport than that? We can't. Oh, acorn's still on the other side. Okay. Well, then back at it. I mean, I was going to give you the option. I appreciate it. Uh, I thank you very much for letting me. Because I really do like you. Well, I think you're a gentleman myself. Unfortunately, it's all of us or none of us. Yeah. Changing the rules of engagement in the middle of a combat usually is... It's worth a try. You know, it is, but it is a slight breach of etiquette. Then I apologize. Apology accepted. But I didn't think you'd bring whatever that is. And he points to Mokui, the... The leather horse? A leather horse. I could ride him. It's a real horny leather horse. Thought that was a unicorn. Well, it's awfully mistaken as the you know, the bastard cousin of a unicorn, but no, not really. It's just a leather horse. I have to point out, I'm picking up your Scottish accent that you're using. It's really hard not to use it. <laughs> <laughs> you I think I'm ready to Scottish. get back at it. As we should. All right, thank you. Okay. Well, maybe the leather horse could sit it out. I'll leave that to the leather horse. Once he starts, it, he's kind of a little pig-headed. Fair enough. Not the brightest of creatures sometimes. Earring? Hearing will Zephyr strike again. Good thing. Good thing I have advantage. Good thing you have advantage. Because <laughs> another one got rolled on your dice. But uh, 22. 22 will hit. You realize you're not using up the ones. There's an unlimited supply of those. They're just not doing you any harm. So I have 11 points of normal damage, two points of force damage, and two points of psychic damage for a total of 15 points. You come in with a slashing motion, cut him yet again, and then there's that impact of the force damage that ripples across his skin, and then his head snaps back, and he grabs the side of his head and drops to one knee. Struggling, he gets to his feet, staggers back a little bit, and says, All right, as long as you don't tell anyone how this went, I'll let you pass. Our lips are sealed. You have my word personally. I will sheathe my weapons, walk up to him, and extend a hand. He extends one massive hand, wraps it around your hand, shakes your hand. It's a pleasure meeting you, Mr. Longway. And Ring. Pleasure to meet you, Brun. Madri, sorry I hit you so hard, but you know. I, I know. Points to Dash. I still don't like you, you little bastard. You're fresh. I launch. <laughs> I swat. 
<laughs> Madri attempts to grab him, but he's he's got a bit of a, a cracked shell right now. If they miss, I'll try to grab his leg as well. <laughs> athletics or acrobatics? Um, I'll go with athletic. I was talking about them. Oh, okay. If you want to try to dodge, you may use athletics or acrobatics. 24. Um, 14. Athletics. I flavor grab for him. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like he's swatting flies. Does the rhinoceros want to try and get in the way? No. I really okay. want to see Dash punch this dude in so the face. So this would be a... Uh, An opposed grapple with Longway. Oh, okay. Because he snatched you out of the air. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm attempting to, in my movement, buzz around them in order to get at that big nose. So I have a question. Does Dash have advantage on this roll to get past us? If this is a considered a uh, dex save, then yes, I do. It's considered a grapple at this point because Longway had reached out and grabbed you. That's, that's a, what I want. That's a pose grapple as opposed to a dex save because you're making a pose grapple. And that's advantage on dex saves against effects that you can see while not blinded, deafened, and that more often... Or incapacitated. Not, that more often refers to area of effect spells okay, like getting one. out of the way of fireballs and things like that. Just one so it's up to the Game Master to make... Uh, the determination, but that most likely that's what that is for. So you can oppose the grapple. Yeah, okay. We'll, we'll go one at a time. I'll oppose the grapple. Roll. Uh, six. <laughs> <laughs> so Longway casually reaches up and grabs Dash as he's in mid-glide. At least he's not using the chopsticks to do it. Run by the ankle, swing him around, and go to a knee and gently alight him to the ground on his feet. I'm not trying to do any damage. I went, the battle's over, my friend. We can pass. I'm not a gentleman. We my know. friend, and I'll stand up. I'll just kind of put, rest my hand on his shoulder, give him a little squeeze, and turn around. Okay, my friend saved you. Well, I thank you. He is hellacious. I've noticed. I'm going to beckon the child to me. Acorn starts walking towards you. Do you need any bandages for your wounds? I think I'll be all right. I have a little something back at home. Okay, then you be well. And if we do come back this way, I would like to spend some time and show you a maneuver or two, and perhaps learn something. Well, that sounds delightful. All right, off with you now. Before I change my mind, I had you right to where I wanted you the whole time. I know I was nervous, and I'll turn and walk towards the end of the bridge. I will follow with the child. As I turn around, I'm going to use Druidcraft, and there's going to be a faint odor of skunk right underneath his nose. (laughs) (laughs) Don't know what the little one's eating. And you continue across the bridge, leaving the troll behind. The most civil combat to date. (laughs) Well, all of us, except for, you know, two of us. (laughs) We interrupt this podcast of an acorn journey to talk about our sponsor. Are you a veteran DM with more campaign ideas than prep time? Yeah, of course you are. Aren't we all? Does your party have a habit of going to the person or place that you would least expect? If they're like my group, they sure do. What if I were to tell you that I could put a team of professional writers alongside you at your desk to cut down on your campaign prep? What if I were to tell you that you could bring them along with you at your game sessions for when those pesky players go off the rails. Sounds pretty good, huh? With Describe, we could do just that. These narratives vividly describe monsters, places, spells, people, you name it. It's there. And there are more than 6,000 of these easy-to-search-up, copy-and-pastable, beautifully-written narratives right at your fingertips. I've been running games for the better part of 40 years, and I must admit, I've gotten a bit lazy. I just don't have the time I used to. And I've been using Terrain, which is minimizing my need for descriptive narratives. Stuff is right out there in front of you. Why describe it? 
When I was prepping for an acorns journey, a DMD story, I used describe quite a bit. When you listen, you can hear it. One of the things I like the most about describe is that if the narrative doesn't fit perfectly with your encounter, it's easy to modify while still sounding really good. I did that an awful lot. I think this makes the more than 6,000 narratives that they have available for you even more valuable. It almost doubles what you have at your fingertips. You should give it a shot. Describe has graciously provided us with a discount for our listeners. Head on over to describe.com backslash DMD. That's D-S-C-R-Y-B.com backslash DMD. Use the code DMD at checkout to try Describe for two weeks free. Links will be in the show notes. And now, back to an acorn's journey, a DMD story. I'll summon my leather horse. <laughs> Rhinoceros? Yep. Why doesn't that surprise me? I've never seen one of those before, so it's a leather horse as far as I'm concerned. And I'll just wait for mostly everybody if they want to climb aboard. Why not at this point? I will. I'm, I'm really <laughs> enjoying riding Mokwe. Because <laughs> it makes things so much easier for me. Dash yeah, could probably fit between the two horns. That's yeah. what I was planning on. <laughs> That's what I'm planning on. Do we have a healer's kit or anything? Madri's in some serious pain. The leather horse the has leather. the healer's kit. I will bind my wounds. I have medicine, so I can hopefully... Nope, it's a horrible job. But if nothing else, it'll soak up the blood. I'm not very good at it, but I can try to help you. Madri, would you like my honey? I did not. The help honey you. cakes heal. No, the honey. We have a jar. Oh, the honey, honey, yeah. We have a jar of honey yeah. for everybody. I was gonna save it for later. Oh, that's uh, why you can have mine. It's been later. All right, I'll take your honey. <laughs> what is this honey? It's honey. It's honey. It's honey. Okay, yeah. Madri. It's a small jar of honey. Drinks most of it and then puts some of it on his wound on the outside. You get ten hit points back from drinking it, mm-hmm. and the last of it you put on your wound for six additional hit points for a total of sixteen. Except now you're very sticky. <laughs> I'm a sticky, sticky turtle. You proceed across the bridge, looking back one last time at Brune, who raises his hand in the farewell. And... I raise my hand and flip him off. <laughs> <laughs> you take a trail down into the forest, travel until about mid-afternoon. This forest is exceptionally dense. It's hard to pick out a trail, but... Fortunately, your leather horse, who would have disappeared for... I can stay in wild shape for an hour. We'll ride him for an hour. It makes travel through the dense forest much easier, but it only lasts an hour. So from that point on, traveling is a little more difficult. But mid-afternoon, you come to a small clearing where there's a trickling brook, and it looks like a good place to rest for a moment. At this point, Mokwe, is there something you can do about the rest of Madre's wounds? Because although he looks better, he has still taken a fair bit of damage. If we are taking a rest, I could definitely also heal him. The child will probably make its way into the stream. Yes. Well, to help with that, I'll just um, I'll cast Cure Wounds, too, since we're resting. Well, don't waste your spells. I okay. think I should be okay. All right, then I'll take it. I just wanted to make sure he was taken taken care of first. His constitution isn't quite as stalwart as mine. It do seem to get hit an awful lot. So you get like seven points. Thank you. And you owe me another coin, Madre. You're a bigger target. <laughs> Madre throws uh, a copper at you. That's seven in a row. Not that I'm keeping count. And we'll test the waters and see if they're they're fresh. It is fresh water. It's crystal clear, cool, very refreshing. I'll use it to clean up a little bit, clean my weapons. 
and then we'll see what we can do about grabbing some rations and having a little something to eat. Mokui, that, that spell you cast on me was, was very nice, but next time, save it for Madri. He was already in battle. You were close. That was too dangerous for me. Oh, no, no, no. I, I understand. You know, he gets hit a lot. A lot. Madri, I'll look over at Mokui. I'll remember that for next time. He is the biggest target. It's, you know... You're even shaped like a bullseye. <sighs> I try. I try. Now, we're going to take a short rest here. Yes. I'll go out for like a few minutes, see if I can forage or hunt anything. Okay. Give me your survival check. Natural one. A rock's edible? Mokwe, since since Acorn's familiar with you, you might want to try to coax her over to the water. Oh, she's already in it. Oh, okay. What's your favorite terrain? Is it forest? I don't actually know. Forest would make sense. I don't know if I have a favorite terrain. I think you have advantage on checks in a forest, if it's forest. For your favorite terrain. But I'll be down by the water's edge looking for edible mushrooms and berries. I do not have a favorite terrain. You need to stay moist as a grung, don't you? Yep, that's why I'm going down by the water's edge, just going by the shore, up and down the water. Yep. I do not have a favorite terrain. Hope you do that downstream from everybody else. <laughs> if I did have a favorite terrain, it would be forest because of the wilderness. It would make sense, yeah. What would that get me? Advantage on your roll. Yeah, it gives you advantage on finding food. And I think you have like almost an automatic finding food. My other role provided advantage would be a 14 as opposed to a 4. As you're making your way through the forest, you see on a mossy rise a bone-white doe standing there watching you intently. I will slowly pull an arrow, go out, and I will take a shot. 22. You take a shot, it strikes the doe in the hindquarters. Roll your damage. That would be 4 points of normal damage and 1 point of psychic damage for a total of 5. When the arrow strikes, the doe jumps and lets out a woman's scream. Oh no. And then it runs into the forest. Oh no. I'm gonna chase after it. It's not long before you lose the doe. I'm sure there's nothing to worry about that. (laughs) A completely unrelated happenstance. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Difficult terrain doesn't slow your group's travel. Your group cannot become lost by except by magical means. That becomes helpful because you two can't be <laughs> <laughs> Even when engaged in another activity, da, da, da. while tracking other creatures, you also learn their exact forage. You find twice as much food as you normally would. As you follow the blood trail of the doe, either it loses you very soon or you lose it very soon. It's undetermined what exactly that is but you can no longer find the creature. You lost total sight of it. And no more blood tracks. No more blood tracks that you can find. Sheath my bow. I take a moment to look around, scan the area. As you scan the area, you see nothing moving, nothing that gives you any indication that there's any wildlife in the area other than up in the tree canopies. What do you do? I make my way back to party. As you turn around to make your way back to the party, you almost step directly into a beautiful woman clad in white leathers with a stag's horn headdress. She wounded. She smiles at you and <laughs> slaps you <laughs> slaps you across the face. You shot me. I am so terribly sorry. Would you like me to heal you? I took care of it myself, thank you. What is wrong with you? I was hunting and thought you were an actual doe. She takes a step back and waves her hands in front of her white leathers, points to the staghorn headdress. Two and two makes four. Yes? Yes. You shot me. I I am terribly, terribly sorry. In the thigh. Do you know how much that hurts? Yes. Why, have you shot other people before? I've been hit before. What's wrong with you? 
my party is making its way east. Are you just killing wildlife on your way? I was hoping to hunt for food for my companions and myself. You were all going to eat me? I th- I'm pretty big. Not No, I thought you were a, a doe, an actual doe. Well, I was a doe. One of my companions recently turned into a leather horse. Good, eat him. Or- <laughs> <laughs> He's poisonous. Oh, I should have been poisonous. What about a rabbit? Maybe some squirrels for the stew pot. No, you have to go for a doe. I didn't see any rabbits or squirrels. Well, you're too busy trying to shoot me. You're too busy shooting me. I, I am very, very You sorry. know how hard it's going to be to get this stain out? I imagine it'll be remarkably hard. It will. My name is Earring. Maybe I'll tell you my name, but not right now. I'm a little upset with you. Would you like me to guide you back to my party? No. I don't know if the rest of them are hungry. Uh, I don't want to get shot again. Only a, a couple of them will not eat me. Well, that makes me feel much better. There's five of you. How do you know there's five of us? Because I've been watching you. Up until you shot me. I saw you in the swamp. You didn't shoot me then. It's a good thing I was standing on two legs. That was you? Yes. So you were watching us before we passed through the veil? Yes. And now you're watching us now? I am. You're right in front of me. Wait, you said there's five of us. Yes. But there's six. Well, I don't think the child would eat me. What do you know of the child? Well, I don't know if the five of you are the right people to be toting a child cross-country. We are taking the child to where it needs to go. Well... Goodness for that. Come here, follow me. I will follow. She leads you through the forest a ways and then comes to a small camp. She takes a rabbit off a branch it's hanging on, hands it to you. I take it. Thank you. You're welcome. That should feed all of you, except for the vegetarians. And maybe it'll keep me from being shot again. I will not shoot at anything that is fully white ever again. That's comforting. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. Make my way back to camp. Go on. The seagulls are finally safe. Oh, wait a minute. She picks up an arrow. Here. I take the arrow. I put it back in my quiver. Off with you. And I leave. After a couple hours, Earring returns with a rather large rabbit. It's actually longer than Dash is tall. All right, winter clothing. Excellent job. So I didn't catch it. Oh, I'm not eating it. It's just laying around dead. No, I, uh, I caught sight of this white doe and I took my shot. I hit it in the hindquarters, and I tracked it through the woods, and then I lost it. Never shoot at the white ones. And when I turned around to head back, there was this woman clad in white with stag horns. That doesn't sound good. No. No, it it wasn't good. She... You notice red finger marks across one side of his face. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to guess she was displeased with you. Very. She was the one I encountered in the swamps that none of you could see. She's been following us? She was there in the swamps, and she followed us through the veil. She must be really good at reading maps. I didn't see her. <laughs> I didn't see her on the ship. She's been aware of us and following us, or guiding us, I don't know, or ahead of us, I, I don't know, since at least the swamps. Can I roll a religion check? Yes. 19. Okay. Uh, Madri is just going to say, wait, you said she was a doe and then a human or a person? She was a doe, a white doe. And then she was a woman clad entirely in white with bearing stag horns. That just sounds very deific. I don't even know if that's a word deity-like. Well, in our lands, there's a number of spirits that transform between human and or even sentient beings as well as dragons and other creatures that are 
the most beautific representation of that particular animal you will ever see. She might just be a spirit. And I guess I can't really say people who shape change are deities. We've got two people who do it in our party. And they're not deities. <laughs> and neither one of them is beautific. But I am beautific as I'm floating in the water with my head behind my head. My head, behind my head. Yes, you are the single most beautiful grung I have ever seen. I knew it. But beautific? Wow. Well, my guess is maybe she's making sure no harm comes to the child and leave us to do what we're going to do. Whether it's right or wrong, I don't know. But I, I don't think she's following us for our protection. What I think this area is, I think passed through the veil and gone into the past. And like the person we met at the docks, he identified himself as a fae. Yes. But looked nothing like Dash. I'm wondering if she was a fae, and I'm wondering if we've gone into the past of the Wilderin before the Sundering. Not all fae look alike. I look nothing like a brownie. It's either that or this is the last vestige of the barrier up to hide the last of the inhabitants. I'm not saying you're wrong. Maybe this is just the last spot that true, original fae, no insult, dash, that this is where they're hiding. Either way, we're here. I think we should refrain from killing things that look abnormal like bright white or yellow or orange or whatever the color they take uh, if it's not the natural colors or they have 47 horns on their head when normally three would suffice i think we're going to treat all of those as if they were something else yeah i'm going to stick to this rabbit while it lasts we we have uh, rations. the rations the honey cakes we and, got berries and even Mokwe's good berries well, i love those good berries there's got to be something at the and end I'll of all the choices more. It's funny you have to say something like that as you're standing amidst a fairy dressed in furs, a giant turtle, a frog that turns into a rhinoceros, and a man that turns into a cat. Yeah. There's nothing normal about your group. (laughs) And I definitely don't look like a pixie. Grumble, grumble, grumble. (laughs) And that's where we'll leave it for this week. Leprechaun. (laughs) (laughs) I do have a pot of gold that I never spend. Join us next time as the adventure continues on An Acorn's Journey, a DMD story. Thank you to our cast, Frank Whedon, Ben Petrie, Bill Robitaille, Louis Aponte, Sin Morse, and your DM, Scott. A special thanks to you, our listeners. You are why we do this every week. We'll see you next time in the dojo.